0: Good morning and welcome to Hearts Net Together in Christ Ministries. I'm your host, Marcia A. Sullivan. And I know it's been almost a week now since I've last recorded. It's because there's been a lot on my plate, so I haven't been able to release uh, anything because the Lord had to allow me to get quiet in His presence as He was dealing with things within my own heart and reminding me of what His Word says. He allowed me to come back this day of June 17th to release a word to his people. And I took a pause there because I wanted to say 19, but today is June 17th. And he wanted me to remind his people that he is truly coming again. And that as we know that our Savior, the Lord of and the kings of kings is coming God wants us to get in a position of readiness and so he really did allow me to go to the book of Romans chapter 2 and it really spoke to my heart so I wanted to share this as a treasure like a diamond and I want you to pin it and listen to it so that you can put it in your heart so we're going to focus on a second chapter of romans but verse one and particularly i want to start off it says you may think you can condemn such people but you are just as bad and you have no excuse and so in chapter two of romans god is bringing judgment but it has to do with the sin of his own people because judgment does start at the house of God and so God's people mostly are stiff-necked people rebellious people they have been like this since the beginning of times God has always dealt with his people and his people is referring to biblically is Israel but even today those who have accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior god is still dealing with our hearts but he wants us to read his word as a reminder that our hearts will really be pure and cleansed of all sin and unrighteousness so it says when you say they are wicked and should be punished you are condemning yourself for you who judge others do these very same things The things that the Lord said that if when he comes and he finds his people or any person engaging in certain things, then they will be cast into the lake of fire. And the reason why the Lord is warning his people so strong and so heavy, yes, the conviction has came. If you know you love the Lord, but you know that you have either backslid or left his presence, with one, one thing that I really love about God is that he's not going to leave you in a place where you could never escape because ultimately God wants to set his people free. Jesus says that I have come that they will have life and life more abundantly. So it is in God's heart to see his people set free, delivered from sin, delivered from bondage. And so again, this is not one of those podcasts today that will encourage you, but this is to encourage your heart and to also quicken your spirit as well as mine, because God wants to expose the hidden things in our secret lives. And the only way he can do that is get to the root issue of where the sin is lying within our hearts. And sometimes that sin lay dormant but especially the sin of judging others. God is saying, as his people, we're not to do that. And he warns us that we should be very careful in judging those who are considered wicked in the eyes of the Lord, those who practice evil, detestable things. God says, be careful. In so many words, he's warning us. And the reason why He said, Because for God is sovereign. He's the sovereign judge. And he alone has the power in his hand to punish the wicked. And the reason why we know that, because if you go to verse 2, it says, And we know that God, in his justice, will punish anyone who does such things. He's talking about the wicked and even those that are righteous. we're doing the same thing as those that are wicked we're living the same lifestyle then god is saying you are my enemy you're not even you're not my child at this point because you're doing things that will break my heart and so god wants to speak to his people by saying return verse 3 of romans chapter 2 says since you judge others for doing these things you know, some of us have done the very things that we said we would never find ourselves doing. And the reason is sometimes the Lord has to expose the sin, or sometimes God has to allow us to go through fire so that we can come out stronger, wiser. And so that when we're tested again, we know not to do those things that bring harm to us or hurt God's heart. He says, since you judge others for doing these things, why do you think you can avoid God's judgment when you do the same things? God is speaking to his people. In verse 4, he says, don't you see how wonderfully kind, tolerant, and patient God is with you? And I thank God for being patient and tolerant with me when I didn't do what he wanted me to do. He says, does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see that his kindness is intended to turn you from sin? So God's kindness towards his people is never meant or intended for us to take for granted. Because that's a part of God showing his mercy and his grace. But in those things when we rebelled against him or turn a deaf ear or backslid, it's a reminder that we turn to him so that we can repent. And that we cry out to him because these things are not of god to do the opposite of what god's word says is rebellion to do the opposite of what god's word said is sin and so to god's people you know what what i find out even in my personal walk and sometimes i'm guilty of this myself is that We have to be very careful not to be quick to judge others because that same person that you're looking down on, you don't know why they found themselves in that situation. And God says with the same measurement that you judge others, you better be careful because it's going to be the same way in which you will be judged. Not by, by man, but by him. And sometimes God will allow others to judge you. And so that's why we have to be very careful not to speak against anyone, whether they are wicked in God's eyes or whether they are considered righteous in his eyes. Because God is saying, according to Romans, that he has the authority really to judge those that are righteous and those that are wicked. He says in verse 5, but because you are stubborn, talking about his people yes sometimes i can be very stubborn lord please forgive me he says and refuse to turn from your sin you are stirring up terrible punishment for yourselves for a day of anger is coming when god's righteous judgment will be revealed and it just won't be revealed to his people but this righteous judgment that god is speaking of will be revealed to the whole world to every nation to every country to every culture nobody will have an excuse when God's judgment comes. he says he will judge everyone according to what they have done so our deeds they really matter to God what we do matter to God and it matters to the Holy Spirit because God is watching even when you think he's not, he's watching. When you think nobody's watching, God is always watching. He says he will judge everyone according to what they've done. He will give eternal light to those who keep on doing good. Meaning those who seek after his glory and honor. The honor that God's life, I'm sorry, that he offers, the new life. He's going, he's going to pour out in verse 8 is this, but he will pour out his anger and, and wrath on those who live for themselves who refuse to obey the truth instead live lives of wickedness there will be trouble and calamity for everyone who keeps on doing what is evil for the Jew first and also for the Gentile but there will be glory and honor and peace for God, for all who do good, for the Jew first, and also for the Gentile. For God does not show favoritism. So God is saying, I'm giving everybody those that are Jews who have been called my people, and those that are Gentiles who are not considered Jews, but believe that Jesus is the Son of God and receive the truth in their hearts. God says, I will truly have mercy upon them I will show my grace and, and all of all of my glory to them and all of my splendor because I'm giving one every I'm giving everyone the opportunity and the time to repent the time to turn from evil and turn back to me because God understands us when we do right and he understands us when we have done wrong like a child but he leads us back into the sheepfold he leads us back to him and this is a warning for us even today because we are living in a perilous time where people think it's okay to do what they want and and to live as, as they please but God is saying it's not okay especially not according to my Word. Because remember, God has redeemed us. He has bought us. He's purchased us with the price. Jesus gave his life. And so we should really give our lives to the one who has called us. And this is for people like myself who have found themselves in situations where you know God has truly delivered you. And he's saying, do not go back to that sin. Do not, do not allow your heart to be hardened. but turn back to me. Let go of anything that would jeopardize your relationship and your walk with the Lord. Because in the end, it's not going to be worth it. Because God's judgment is going to come through Christ Jesus. And so this is the treasure for today. So we make no excuse because God has given us his Holy Spirit to help us in our time of weakness. God has given us his word as a treasure so that it would lead and guide our lives. Not according to what we will, but according to what his word has said. And that's the way that we live. And we live as as Christ, not thinking that we're better than anybody, not gossiping about others, not trying to do what other tells us to do, but do what pleases the heart of God. And what I've found that in learning to please God's heart more than your own, you can never go wrong when you desire to please God's heart. And so the prayer today that I have is this, Lord, we thank you for warning your people to be very careful in judging the wicked. Lord, help your people not to speak down upon others. Point fingers, ridicule, gossip. Speak evil things against those who have fallen into sin. And to those who have fallen short of your glory. For God, you are the sovereign. You have the power, O Lord, to judge. Because righteousness is in your hand. And Lord, you said that in your word, Lord, that you will punish the wicked. Those who have mistreated your people. Those who deem to conspire against your people. Those who have lied upon your people. Lord, you said that you would deal with the wicked. And Lord, I thank you today. That you remind your people to walk with you so that we can be partakers in righteousness and not unrighteousness. God, help us come to the saving knowledge of knowing that what Jesus did was out of the love he had for his people. It wasn't because we were good. It wasn't because we were holier than thou but it's because Jesus was righteous and Jesus loved you and Jesus knew why he had to fulfill the works of his Father. For this reason alone, God, we thank you for giving us a heart to seek your word day and night, to meditate on it so that when your judgment comes, God, we don't want to be the kind of Christians who operate like those who pretend to know you but really don't know you. Those that dress it up, look it up, praise it up. Lord, we want—we don't want to be found being hypocrites at your return. We don't want to be found, God, out of order. But Lord, instead we want to be found in good standing with you, God with pure hearts, not wicked hearts. In the book of Romans, Lord, you are speaking directly to your people who are stubborn, to your people who refuse to turn from their sins. And it comes with a rebuke. It comes with a rebuke to those who are living in sin, whether it's the unrighteous or the righteous. God, you know who the people are that are truly living in sin and have no desire to turn from their sins. But Lord, I do cry out today and my prayers that you would soften the hearts of your people, that the righteous will return to you and that the unrighteous will come to know you as Lord, as God, the one who saves, has all power to deliver and to save them from their sins Lord we thank you for making it clear that these kinds of believers when they choose not to turn from their sins are stirring up terrible punishment for themselves in the day for which you said God that you shall return for we know God that everyone will be judged according to what they've done but you Father Being a holy, a righteous judge will give eternal life to those who seek after your glory and honor. And Lord, your word says that you will pour out your anger and your wrath on those who live for themselves because they simply choose to disobey your truth. Lord, we, we ask you today, God, Please help us understand just how holy you are, that your name is meant to be feared. Lord, help all who have sinned against you repent this day and return to you completely. Lord, you offer your word and truth to your people as a means to cross-examine our hearts beforehand so that we can stand in your presence with a pure conscience. And a pure heart. Lord, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil. Deliver us, God, from sinning against you, God. Lord, help your people to get on one accord with you. God, it is critical that we are living for you, that we are doing what you said to do, Lord, because we don't want your anger to kindle against us, Lord. And Father, lastly, I close today, God. I pray honestly for the hearts of your people to be in a position of readiness, to truly be committed to you and not committed to man, but committed to the one who has chosen to the one who has called and appointed his people. Lord, when you come, may your people be found living holy lives before you, God. Lord, today I give you the glory. I give you the honor, Lord. I give you the praise and I thank you for being God in my life. I thank you, Lord, for rebuking me when I needed it the most. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for being a God who never judges me, but brings correction when I am out of alignment and who helps me to get it right. Lord, help your people to get it right while we still are living today in the land of the living. For we know, God, that when the breath has gone out of us, it will be too late. And so, God, touch your people, that your people who are called by your name will humble themselves and pray and seek you, God. Lord, save us, God, from the mighty hand of the enemy, oh God, and redeem us for such a time as this. And it's in Jesus' holy name, I pray. God loves you. God cares for you. I don't care how many times you've fallen, God still loves you and God is summoning your heart to come to Him, repent, turn from your sins and seek His holy face. God is in control and God has a plan for your life. I thank you for listening to Hearts Knit Together in Christ. May God bless you and keep you in all things. Until next time, I will do another special episode and release it this Sunday because Father's Day is coming up. And may God bless all of the fathers who have kids. May God continue to bless you. But listening again and tune in on Sunday, I'll release another episode. God bless.